Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, going to do our Supercoach Giraffe review for round 20 and a quick little preview of round 21. Now my Supercoach Giraffe competition, we have a top eight final system, uh, our grand final is round 25, so we have one more week of the regular season to go, uh, and I'll get to that in just a minute, but in round 20, uh, I needed a win here to lock myself into a top four spot for this year, wasn't able to get it unfortunately, scored pretty well, all things considered, um, but yeah, just fell short, lost by 40 points here. I'll go through uh, the round as it was. So we had the first game of the week. We had the Sydney Roosters taking on the Manly Seagulls. Um, pretty close game. This one, obviously, people expected the Seagulls to run out, uh, the Roosters to run out as big winners. And I thought here I might be a chance to get a good score out of Victor Radley. Uh, he played a very sort of tip-on sort of role for the Sydney Roosters. So another disappointing one from Radley. 39 points. On the other side of the board, Greg, who I versed, he had Lachlan Croker, who scored pretty well. 47. Uh, Chico came on with about 50 15 to go or something on those lines. And I thought, beautiful, here we go. Lachlan Croak will go off. He'll score 40. It'll be fine. He stayed on and sort of just just tackled as, as an extra lock forward. So he ended up getting 47. So um, a slight advantage to Greg early, but it, I wasn't that far off the mark, so I wasn't that upset. Second game of the week, we had the New Zealand Warriors and the Melbourne Storm. We had one player each year. I had Ewan Aiken. He had Felice Kafusi, so I thought, beautiful, I'll get an advantage here. Ewan Aiken was solid, 47, but to be honest with you, pretty shit as a whole. Um, Felice Kafusi, on the other, chance, other hand, scored a try, 96 points. So at this point, he was up by a fair whack. Had me a little bit rattled. I didn't expect Felice Kafusi to ton up, obviously. Then we had the Parramatta Eels and the Penrith Panthers. Uh, he had two players here. He had Isaiah Papali'i, who he had the VC on, who scored a try, uh, 101. Now, Greg's had Isaiah Papali'i the last two years, and every single time I've played him, he scored a try against me. So I've got to get on that next year if he holds on to iPad, which I think he will. Uh, I've got to get on it next year because he absolutely fists me every time I play him. 
101 points uh, he got. I think he was on 90 and then he updated to 101, so he was able to take that VC. So that really put me on the back foot. He also had Mosley Oto who came on and did a good job, 51, scored more than you and Aiken did earlier in the night. So he was looking good. I had Isaac Tungo who played well, thankfully, 71 points, which was good to see. Um, but, yeah, I was definitely on the back foot at this point. I knew that I had some points to come later in the week, but I was definitely on the back foot. Um, we then had the Canberra Raiders and the Gold Coast Irons. I had... I have Matty Tomoko in this one. He did well, scored 67, scored a really good try early. I also had Tom Starling on my bench, who I've been carrying, just hoping that something would change there. And I sort of thought, you know what, against the Titans, I think he can score some points through the middle. Played big minutes, but just did fuck all with it. Scored 27, and I was a little bit worried because he was my AE all of a sudden. I had another guy on my bench who... I thought was going to do well, Jackson to Pine, and I'll talk about him in a minute, but I decided to keep Starling, and I sort of thought, fuck, might be a little bit costly here. It wasn't in the end, but it was very close to being costly. Uh, he had Mo Fodder-Waker as his AE got 39. We then went to the South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Cronulla Sharks, and this game was really important because he has Alex Johnson he has, and he has Cody Walker. So when one tends to score well, the other one tends to follow, which was a little bit scary. scary. AJ scored early. Uh, Cody Walker had a pretty solid game, 55. He also had Jed Carrot who got injured, so this is where I gained a little bit of luck on my side. Um, I think Greg, Greg scored more tries on the weekend, but he did have... Have this injury, so that sort of squared it up a little bit. So Cartwright only got 14, um, AJ 64, Cody Walker 55. So all things considered, if you can play a team that has AJ and Cody Walker and you can get away with 120 or whatever it was, I'll take that every day of the week because we know what these two are capable of. For me, I had Britton Acora. He was solid, happy with his performance, 54 with no real attacking stats. And Tom Burgess, very up and down game, obviously had the line break in extra time then got sent from the field. So if he wouldn't have got sent, it could have been like a 60, 65-point game. But um, those things happen. Um, in Supercoach, unfortunately, uh, it wouldn't have made the difference maybe as a combo with a few other things that could have made the difference but we'll talk about that soon but Burgess um, he only got those extra points because it went to extra time he only got sent off because it went to extra time as well but if it didn't go to extra time he would have got 40 45 realistically so can't really complain there nothing changed Uh, we then had the Brisbane Broncos Um, they took on the West Tigers I thought the Broncos really give it to them here I thought that Katoni Staggs he could be a big VC play for me only got 52 didn't really do much to get 52 normally when he doesn't do much he gets 30 so to get 52 was happy, but I needed more. I also picked up Mariner, who had very limited opportunities, didn't really come up with any attacking stats or anything, and got 39, so I'm pretty happy with that. I think he'll hold on to that left center spot, as I said last week, until Herbie Farmworth returns. So happy with that. But on the other side of the park, the tries just kept coming for Greg. Jordan Ricky scored. He got 84 points. Tessie New scored 75. And at this point, I sort of thought, you know what? I'm cactus here. I'm done. It's going to take a massive Sunday for me to even get close here. And I'll go through Greg's whole Sunday. He had Tyson Brazell scored 63. Very solid. Josh Adokar, 54. To be fair, Josh Adokar was very unlucky not to score two, three, potentially four fucking tries in that game, but 54. Then he had Chad Townsend, who got a 44. He set up a try for Nanai late. So he scored pretty solid. Me... I had Marshall King, who scored 90. I thought it was a little bit over. As I said to one of the boys, I don't know about that 90. It, it updated down or down date or whatever you want to call it, downgraded to 70, which was fair. Max King did a 51. And then I had my captain on Scott Drinkwater. Now, 
Drinky uh, scored 212 as captain, and this is where a few little things that I did could have, well, that, that happened could have been costly. Obviously, Drinky, uh, he had that play where he went through and then he passed it for no reason. If he would have scored that, um, that would have got us within about six points of a win, but it still wouldn't have won it for us, thankfully. Uh, but you pair that try with if I made the right decision on Tom Starling, I could have won there, but. Made those decisions, and that sort of shit happens with your captains here and there. So, got to wear that one. I think Greg deserved the win there, considering he had a player that got injured as well. So, got to cut that one on the chin. I had Tommy Dearden as well, who got 72. So, and then my other boy, Jackson Topine, who I spoke about, he got a 60. Um, so, yeah, lost this one. I scored 850, so I was pretty happy with that, considering um, I didn't have Olakowatu, I didn't have Kola, especially Olakowatu. He's, you know, one, one of my real big guns. Obviously, without Pappy as well, makes it tough. But, yeah, eight. 50. I was pretty happy with that considering I've got players to come back. Uh, wasn't enough to get a win. I think I scored the third highest of the week or fourth highest of the week or whatever the hell my score was. What was I? One, two. Yeah, I think it was the fourth highest of the week. So, yeah, a little bit unlucky, you could argue, but um, I think Greg deserved the win there. So, well done to him. Um, yeah, Isaiah Papali just fucking haunts me. It's a nightmare. Um, so, that puts me on the ladder. As I said, I had to win that to sort of lock up a top four spot. I wasn't able to. So, it leaves me in third place on 24 points, which is crazy because the guy on ninth is on 22. So, um, I don't think it's possible for me to fall out of the eight this week. But uh, I could definitely drop a lot lower. Now, thankfully, this week, it is the last week of the regular season. I've got a pretty good matchup. I've got a matchup against the guy that's coming. I think he's second last. Yeah, Michael. He's actually got a good team, though. He's been doing all right the last few weeks. So it is going to be an interesting matchup uh, for me. So looking forward to that one. We've got our waiver wires, which when you're listening, I'll know what they are. So I might, if you want to know what I ended up doing, I can send you those to update you on how they're looking. Uh, But yeah, it's going to be an interesting game this week. And I'll just run through my matchups for this week. I've got some really tough decisions to make, as I'm sure we all do at this point of a draft season. Uh, Some of your calls are just going to be crucial. So let's have a look at round 21. I have got... Roosters Broncos on the Thursday night. I've got Tony Staggs and I've got Mariner. I've also got Victor Radley if I choose to play him. I've got to make a decision whether I do or not. So Staggs, he could be a VC option, but I think I'll save my VC for a little bit later. On the other side of the park, Mick, he's got Sammy Vowles and Luke Keary. So two danger guys that have got big ceilings there. For the Roosters, I'd like to think that if Vowles and Keary do well, Radley probably does well. Whether I play him or not, I'm not too sure yet. The Melbourne Storm versus the Titans. Fuck, I would have loved this matchup if I still had Pappy. Obviously, don't anymore. And this game goes from me being super confident with Pappy in this game to shitting myself because Pooh's actually got David Fafita, so that'll be a big game. He's been pretty quiet the last few weeks, uh, but the Melbourne Storm edges, they've been pretty fragile recently, so I do worry about that one. Uh, if I wasn't playing him, I probably wouldn't be worried, to be honest with you, but there's always that fear to it. So Fafita, I assume he will be his VC, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. He's also got Dean Iorima as well, who I reckon will actually drop out of this team with a few guys that will come in. Uh, the next game, we've got the Manly Sea. Eagles and Parramatta, I've got no idea what to expect from Manly. I've got no idea what to expect from Parramatta either, but especially Manly with these boys coming back in. And unfortunately, the boys that are coming back in, two of them are mine, Kohler and Olakowatu, out on that right edge. So hopefully DCE, he can bring the very best out of them, but I am nervous to see how they return. I'll probably put a VC on Olakowatu to see how he goes. Um, the only one that mix got is Jake Travojevich there, so he should get a 50 or 60 pretty solid there. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, Saturday, we've got the Rabbitohs and the New Zealand Warriors. I've got Tom Burgess. He will not play. So the only player I've got from this game is Ewan Aitken as it stands. Uh, Pooh's got Isaiah Tass. Mick's got Isaiah Tass, and that is it at the moment. Uh, then we've got the Canberra Raiders and the Penny Panthers. I've got Isaac Tungo. He's got Sean O'Sullivan. Now, SOS worries me a little bit in this game. Thankfully, he won't be goal-kicking, so that helps a heap. Uh, he's also got Adam Elliott, who's carrying an injury, so hopefully he plays limited minutes or doesn't play at all. Then we got the Sharkies and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I've got Britton Acora here. I don't think who actually, or Mick has anyone in that game. Then we got the Canterbury Bulldogs and the North Queensland Cowboys. I've got a heap here. I've got Marshall King, Max King, Scott Drinkwater, Tom Dearden, and Jackson Topine. So that's going to be a really crucial game for me Sunday, Arvo. It is coming to you from Bundaberg, I believe it is. So hopefully it's dry up there and the boys can throw the footy around. That'll really suit Marshall King, Drinkwater, Dearden, and Max King, who loves an offload in the dry. He'll be getting that ball free a bit. Uh, the one that worries me, though, is that Mick has uh, Valentine Holmes. So I've been very high on him in classic the last few weeks. He could really fist me in this game. So he'll be an interesting watch. Last game of the week, West Tigers, Newcastle Knights. He's got James Tamu. I don't have anyone from that game, thank God. Um, but it is inter- interesting because I've named um, I've named 13 players for me. I've also got Matty Tomoko in my team as well. I'm not sure if I'll play him, though, against the Penrith Panthers. But Mick, he's actually got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys on his bench. He's got Lindsay Collins, who I assume won't play this weekend. Mars, who is on the bench for the Titans. Katoa, who's injured. Sully, that's injured. Will Kennedy, that's now injured. He's got Clune. He's got Hastings, that's injured as well. So Michael could drop a number of guys here. The thing about it is that... I think Michael, because he can't make finals, I think he's hesitant to drop too many guys that could be back over the next few weeks because he doesn't really want to fuck up the comp. We've had a couple of guys in the past um, that when they're irrelevant, they've had a little um, tantrums with like dropping guys and shit. I think the mix a pretty good bloke. So he'll hold on to those guys and sort of take them to the grave with him because he knows that he's irrelevant. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see who he lets go of. Um, obviously, you've got Jackson Hastings, who's out for the season, so it'd be fair cop to drop him. Um, some of the other ones, I, I don't know how it's going to play out or how Michael's going to go about it. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, a win that I desperately need, and hopefully the Manly boys coming back in. I really need Ola Kawatu to go well, because I'm sort of struggling for my vice captains and captains. As it stands, I'll probably go Ola Kawatu as my VC, and then my captain, I'll probably lean towards Scotty Drinkwater against the Canterbury Bulldogs. Looks like it's going to be a pretty dry track dry track up there. Could be a fair whack of points. So that's sort of where I'm leaning at the moment. Need to win. If I win this, I can't possibly fall out of the top four. If I lose, there's a world where I can stay in the top four, uh, but it would be pretty unlikely. I think I would drop out and then I'd be playing sudden death footy all of a sudden, which I would really really not enjoy. So a big week for my draft team. Uh, message me over the weekend if you want to know how it's going and I can update you on waivers and whatnot and whatever happens. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a very interesting week for me in my draft competition.